Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. Let's talk about Joe Joyce's victory over Joseph Parker. But first, remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, I was rooting for Joseph Parker in this fight. I thought he was going to win, and the odds were on my side. Let me be blunt, too. You know, everything I hoped Joseph Parker would do, he did. Right? He moved well. He had a nice right hand hair trigger that he was able to land on Joe Joyce. Uh, he landed several clean shots throughout the fight. He fought the fight with a lot of heart. He uh, didn't linger in the pocket. He actually moved. So, um, you know, he's moving around the ring. His back hit the rope sometimes. And he lost. Right? Obviously, I didn't like the losing part. The fight did go over, so I get to live for another day. But that wasn't the meat and potatoes of my bet. I did expect Joseph Parker to be too much of an athlete for Joe Joyce. But the fight had a dynamic I did not expect. And I believe this dynamic changes everything. It's Joe Joyce's foot speed. Right? Now, some of you in the comment section to the video I made yesterday have mentioned Joe Joyce's foot speed. Right, folks? It really was remarkable. Right? This is a big guy who knows how to fill the gap. Right? He has the rhythm down. And this is new because Joe Joyce early in his career did not have this foot speed. If you look at the Joe Joyce against Alexander Usyk semi-professional fight, he does not have this foot speed. This foot speed is a skill that he has picked up. Right? It involves, you know, rhythm. It involves him being able to, you know, leave his construct behind and to run over to an opponent. Right? I thought the foot speed was really remarkable. When Joseph Parker backs up to the ropes, Joe Joyce is right in front of him. Right? Understand, this is the foot speed that supporters of Anthony Joshua hoped Joshua would show against Alexander Usyk. Now, let me choose my words carefully here, <clears throat> right? Because Joyce, Joyce's foot speed, I don't think it's emphasized enough here. It's what got him the fight. Now, Joyce um, has defensive lapses. But boxing is rock, paper, scissors. Styles make fights. I can have defensive lapses that one group of fighters can exploit. But if you as an opponent can't exploit it, then I'm going to have the upper hand. Now it's clear the way Joyce approaches things, right? The way he approaches the pocket. To me, it's clear and correct me if I'm wrong in the comment section of this video. 
it's clear that he's vulnerable to lunging right-hand leads, right? Joe Joyce got hit several times, flush by Joe Parker, who has a punch. But it's the right hand that landed most effectively for Joseph Parker. Alexander Usyk is a southpaw. Right? I don't think, even though I've seen Usyk show some ambidexterity, I don't think Usyk has the right hand, the lead right hand. Joe's also open for counters, by the way. There were a lot of defensive lapses. But I don't think Usyk has the lead right hand to threaten Joe with that punch even as much as Joseph Parker, who fought a great fight, did. Right? Because Usyk is a southpaw, I believe that hole, and it is a hole, in Joe Joyce's game in his defense won't matter that much. Now, let me just say, Joe Joyce attacks you differently than Tyson Fury. Right? Tyson Fury comes up and tries to be very close to you. He tries to smother you. I believe he's going to have a problem trying to do that against Usyk, right? Because that extra step where you're trying to put your body on the other guy, it's very hard to do that against someone as mobile and as experienced as Usyk is. Joe Joyce might actually be more effective against Usyk than Tyson Fury. One man's opinion. As I said, his foot speed changes everything because Joe Joyce wants to maintain the pocket. He doesn't want to smother you. He just wants to hunt you down. So Joe Joyce would move up against Joseph Parker, but would leave Parker room to throw punches as Joe Joyce himself threw punches. Right? I believe having a little space with Usyk is actually the way to fight him. Don't get me wrong. You want to be on your front foot. And Joe Joyce, here's another hole in Joe Joyce's game. We'll debate whether anyone out there can exploit it. But Joe Joyce is a bit front foot heavy, isn't he? Right? He's fighting Joe Parker, who, let's remember, knocks down Dillian White. And... He's not taking a step back. Could that strategy work against Anthony Joshua? Let's just say there are guys out there with right hands, Joshua and Wilder. You remember them. The older crowd, the kings of the clunky heavyweight era. Right? I couldn't imagine Joe Joyce getting hit as many times as Joseph Parker hit him with right hands. And Parker also was able to hit him with uppercuts. I can't imagine Joshua hitting a guy that many times. 
and not having an effect. Right? Deontay Wilder with the right hand only has to be right once. Let me say this too. Joe Joyce chased Joseph Parker, who was on his back foot. Right? Parker, by the way, starts off the fight brilliantly. He's able to get in multiple jabs on Joe Joyce, right? I noticed Parker then backed away from the jab a little bit. I thought that was a tactical mistake. But it's hard to complain when Parker's landing right hands and he's landing an occasional stiff left hook. Now, let's talk chance. On the telecasts um, I saw, um, it was a British feed. Richie, uh, forget his last name, was on the telecast. They were talking about Joe Joyce's granite chin. Now, I'll just say this. Joe Joyce is in his late 30s, folks. Late 30s. I've seen many guys, many guys, who appear to have granite chins, who then end up getting that chin dented. Right? To me, a chin is like a tire. You can have great tires on a car. You can have great tires. You look, you say, wow, you know, these tires have held the road. Uh, these tires have gone tens of thousands of miles. But eventually, the mileage catches up with the tire. Right? The tires only have a certain amount of miles on them. Now, I don't care how good Joe Joyce takes shots visually. In other words, Joseph Parker's hitting Joyce with big shots. Joyce made it a habit of immediately trying to come back on Joseph Parker. Right? And Joyce wouldn't change facial expression. In terms of body language, Joe Joyce has great body language. But let's just say a hard punch is a hard punch, right? At 37 or so, I have no doubt that Joe Joyce is feeling those punches, whether or not he looks like he is, right? I understand there are three judges. Uh, having a poker face helps in boxing. So here's where the heavyweight division gets complicated. Joe Joyce, after the fight, called out Alexander Usyk. Usyk is actually an easier opponent for Joe Joyce than, let's say, someone like Anthony Joshua. Right? Understand, Joshua is a gentle giant type. He doesn't really like being on his front foot. Joshua would rather you come to him. That's what Joe Joyce would do. Guys have fought already in the amateurs. Joshua beat him. Right? But understand, if you're a fighter who likes to have guys walk into your shots, well, Joe Joyce is front foot heavy. You know Joe Joyce is going to try to do that. Right? Joyce, too doesn't rely on hand speed. 
and he's accurate with his shots. And he's well-balanced when he comes in. He's a heavy puncher, but he's not a free swinger. Right? When you see a guy like this, he reminded me a lot of George Foreman. Right? When you see a guy like this who you know has an excellent jab and who you know hits hard and who isn't swinging for the fences but yet can knock you out and who has the foot speed to close the gap between the two of you. Understand, Foreman was the protege of Sonny Liston. They actually sparred together. So Foreman was acutely aware of the fact that Liston lost his title to Muhammad Ali. Right? So Foreman, for the Rumble in the Jungle, and I mentioned this before here, found a way, just like Joe Joyce did yesterday, where as a guy is moving away from him, Foreman could lose his construct and run over to the guy, right? Joe Joyce moves fast. That's the dynamic I didn't appreciate before the fight, right? Because Joe Joyce doesn't rely on hand speed and is relying on cutting off the ring. By the way, this, this fight is an instructional an instructional video on how to cut off the ring. Joe Joyce does it remarkably well. Right? Joe Joyce could have a long career. The difference between him and Foreman, as Foreman did, right? Fighting into his 40s after Foreman came back. But the difference between Foreman, <clears throat> who's one of the most skilled guys I've seen, I know that's not how the public thinks of him, and Joe Joyce, his foreman had a defensive construct where he wasn't getting hit with the number of shots that Joe Joyce gets hit with. So here's where boxing has come full circle. We had a big clunky era. Then you have a slick southpaw, cruiserweight, come up to heavyweight. And he just looks too coordinated, moves too well for the Joshua's of the world, right? It's going to be interesting seeing him against Tyson Fury because Tyson Fury has already lost to a cruiserweight who was visiting the heavyweight division in Steve Cunningham, right? When Tyson Fury loses his coordination edge over his opponent, I'm not sure Fury knows what to do short of crashing the pocket. Right? Well, understand, Joe Joyce might have the style. He's certainly the betting option. He might have the style to walk down Usyk. Right? Joyce seems acutely vulnerable to right hands. Usyk's a lefty. Usyk's right would be his offhand. Joyce has already fought Usyk. Back then, he didn't have this level of foot speed. Look at that film. Now he has foot speed that could surprise Usyk. It's also a bad visual. Big heavyweight, you're the smaller guy, and you're on the run. Right? It'll look like Goliath chasing down David. Right? The question is whether Usyk would find a way to stick around the pocket while riddling 
Josh uh, Joyce with shots. Let me say this too. The guys on the telecast I saw were talking about Joe Joyce's defense. Folks, I don't believe Joe Joyce's defense is a strong part of his game. He got caught with enough shots here to get knocked out. Now, he survived them. You know, he was never in danger, at least not visually, of hitting the canvas. But let's not kid ourselves. I believe everyone in Parker's corner, Andy Lee, Joseph Parker, they know their guy landed enough shots to stop Joyce. Right? I thought it was appropriate to the way the fight ended. Joe Joyce on his front foot lands an excellent left hand, and Joe Parker has never looked more hurt. Right? Parker goes down. He courageously tries to get up, but he looked uncoordinated. It looked like a proper stoppage. Right? Importantly, that's the kind of punch, in my opinion, that a big heavyweight is going to have to throw to discourage Alexander Usyk from setting up on their left side, right? I believe Joe Joyce knows that he'd have a tougher time against Anthony Joshua and against Deontay Wilder, quite frankly, than he might have against Alexander Usyk. Right, Joshua, as criticized and overanalyzed as he is, is a blessed puncher with both hands. Right, Joe Joyce, great jab, great construct, great front foot, not great defensively. If you're fighting an Anthony Joshua and you get hit flush, as many times as Joe Joyce did against Joseph Parker, you're going to be in trouble. Right? So let me congratulate the Joyce crowd. Uh, this is your guy's shining moment. Clearly, Parker, the underdog, was the toughest opponent that Joe Joyce has ever faced. Right? I know Joe Joyce has an amateur pedigree. Um, let's concede that professional fighting is different than amateur fighting, right? Different number of rounds. He catches up here with Joseph Parker in the 11th round, right? Understand Joe Joyce doesn't have that many fights, right? Ask yourself, you just saw 43-year-old uh, Luis Ortiz, who used to have a granite chin, by the way, get dropped two times on my scorecard, three times, according to the judges, uh, the referee, in the Andy Ruiz fight, right? When is Joe Joyce going to start feeling the punches? Let me just say, too, that the great defensive fighters, you'll notice before they're hit, they're rolling with the punch. In other words, as a sequence takes place, they understand. I'm going to have to roll away from this guy's right hand. So as the punch comes, the guy's rolling. That's not Joe Joyce. Now, that might not hurt him 
against lighter guys, smaller guys who don't have big punches. But folks, what I want people to consider is the fact that Wilder is still out there. Right? Still out there. Anthony Joshua is still out there. Zhang Zhili is still out there. I believe Zhang Zhili would love to fight Joe Joyce in a phone booth. In other words, to me, the great fighters are the ones who keep you guessing. Right? The guy's on his front foot, but then the guy's on his back foot. Then the guy's just hovering. To me, those are the tough guys. You know Joe Joyce is going to be on his front foot. So if you're a skilled righty, like a Tyson Fury, you're going to know, okay, I need to prepare for this guy by being ready to be on my back foot being ready to circle in the ring a little bit better than Joseph Parker, right? Who found himself lodged on the ropes at times, right? I need to have this front foot guy walking into my jab, right? I need to also set it up where I'm not leading with the jab all the time because this guy, when you throw a an overhand right or you throw a right hook and you lead with it, you can hit this guy. Right? The challenge Joe Joyce faces, in my opinion, and he solved the feat. I agree with that. He might be the best opponent against Alexander Usyk because he has legs that, let's say, uh, Zhang Zhili doesn't have. Right? But just understand, this really opens the door. The big clunky heavyweight era might actually be back in the building. Right? I'm just saying, if Usyk decides, okay, um, Tyson Fury is fighting Joshua, right? We don't know the full details of that contract. Also, things happen in boxing. Guys get cut. Other guys don't want to wait on them to heal. Right? Sometimes in a fight, a guy will break something, hurt his hand, happens to even the best. Floyd Mayweather had hurt hands and stuff like that. If Usyk isn't able to fight Fury because Fury's unavailable after the Joshua fight, assuming Fury beats Joshua, right? Assuming that you know, there isn't something fluky in the contract that requires a rematch if certain criteria happens. If Usyk segues and says, okay, let me fight Joe Joyce because now he's a mandatory. Right, folks, that's going to be a hellacious fight. Right, Joyce has the foot speed to chase Usyk down in a way Joshua hasn't. Joyce has the mindset to throw heavy punches. Folks, the first three rounds of this Joyce-Parker fight were breathtaking. Both guys 
landed huge shots. Right? Joe Joyce is not going to wait until the ninth round to empty the gun against Alexander Usyk. Right? Just understand, if Joyce beats Usyk, Joshua, Wilder, Jang, hell, Robert Hellenius, think of the big punchers in the sport. They're back in business. I understand Jang is a southpaw. Right? But let's just say Zhang wouldn't mind trading. Trading with Joe Joyce. Right? Just food for thought. Anyway, that's how I saw it. Big win for Joyce. I don't mean to be too negative here. Uh, I'm a fan of Joe Joyce's. Don't get me wrong. I've picked Joyce in some big fights. Uh, but let me just say, if you're a Joyce fan, be concerned about his defense. I want you to go back and look at films of George Foreman. In other words, if you're a slugger and you want to trade with your opposition in the pocket, which is what Joe Joyce wants to do, right? You have to expect some punches back and you can't allow a guy to hit you as flush as Joe Joyce got hit by Joseph Parker. That's one man's opinion. Let me hear yours. I look forward to reading your comments. Thanks for stopping by.